you have to be on even though you're just immensely frustrated because this thing right. just fucking wouldn't work the way that it normally is supposed <laughs> yeah, to. Exactly. This is Going Live. I'm Mike Washburn. As always, be sure to visit me when I go live myself on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Washburn. We can chat about this interview or any other and who you might want to hear from on the podcast next. That's twitch.tv slash Washburn. All the links for how to reach me are in the show notes. When I decided to start a podcast about streamers, Sketch was one of the first people I thought of interviewing. I had been watching him on Twitch quite a bit. I was interested in learning more about the Minecraft streamers specifically. Um, and his name always came up. It was in tweets that I was watching and other streamers that I was following and watching. He was being raided by a number of the other streamers that I was paying attention to as well. So as I started to follow his stream and watch him, I grew to appreciate him because I think we have a lot in common. Uh, we both have young kids. We're both, you know, have families. And this was a great conversation. A uh, little bit different than our first episode. You'll hear some similar stories and some similar narratives. And I think that that makes sense because a lot of these streamers are dealing with a lot of the same things. The thing that's different is their approach. And hopefully as people are listening, especially if you are a streamer, you can learn something from that. So when I come back, my conversation with Sketch. Going Live is brought to you by Nodecraft. Do you love multiplayer servers? Ever thought about hosting your own? If you have, check out Nodecraft. I've been using Nodecraft for my community server and for servers of pop-up projects I'm working on. And I'll be honest, I've never experienced a smoother, more reliable service than theirs. If you use my special URL, you'll get 30% off your Nodecraft subscription. Just go to nodecraft.com slash r slash Mr. Washburn and get 30% off your next multiplayer adventure. Again, that URL is nodecraft.com slash r slash Mr. Washburn. All right, Sketch, welcome to Going Live. How's it going? Thanks for being here. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Things are going really good, man. How are you? Fantastic. So before we get started, I thought it'd be cool to share a little bit about your background, you know, just like the nuts and the bolts to get started. Where are you from? You know, um, you know, when did you get started streaming um, and, and that sort of stuff? The Sketch 101. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Sketch or Jimmy. Um, I don't divulge my last name for security reasons of course mm. um but uh i started streaming march 28th of 2014 i uh i used to do a quality assurance job at a plastics manufacturing company and it just ended up being a really boring job i went in and had an hour and a half worth of work to do and i'd sit there for seven hours doing nothing uh basically yeah. just being there in case if anything happened and was you know anything went off the the rails or whatever so to speak um, but, uh, 
did that for about four years, got into streaming, ended up, you know, liking streaming more. I was sitting there like, I just want to put all my time and effort and my passion into gaming and streaming. And uh, it originally started with me just streaming to my friends at home because I worked, you know, swing shift. So, uh, or sorry, day, what is that? Second shift? Would that be yeah. swings technically? I don't know. Uh, it's not nights. I'd be working from, you know, 2.30 to 11. So my friends would be at home playing games and they'd be like, oh, I want to, you know, watch what you're doing afterwards or whatever. And then by the time they're getting ready to go to bed, I'd stream later on and stuff. So it was just a fun little experience for them. And uh, that's kind of how I got into streaming. Um, I am 31 years old. I'm married and have a two-year-old son. And uh, things are great, man. I'm I, happy with where my life has been. I streamed for about six months and was basically a hermit. <laughs> uh, after, you know, streaming and working, I was basically working 16 hours a day and kind of just said, why not? You know, just full dive into it. I was a single dude. And then one day I met my wife and uh, knew immediately, boom, I'm going to marry that woman. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, not to stereotype, but I mean, working at a <laughs> plastics factory isn't usually what people could, would consider the most rewarding job in, in the world. Would you say you're doing what you love now? Absolutely. Uh, there are like, there's some tough mental days, um, a lot where, you know, the, about the whole, am I doing what I'm doing well enough? Can I do better? How can I attract more people into the stream? But all in all, besides the mental games, I love everything that I do. I get to sit here and talk to people all day long and just play games. Like it's the dream job for somebody like myself who doesn't ever shut up. Sure. <laughs> I, I call myself a professional talker. Um, mm -hmm. so, so I, I get that. I, I understand your perspective, you know, completely. Yep. Um, so you, you mentioned your family and, um, I, I kind of wanted to talk about this cause this is also something I can relate to and that's juggling. You know, I have two boys, um, mm -hmm. four and, and 12, you have a little boy, um, mm -hmm. quite a bit younger. Um, tell us a little bit about juggling kind of like the, the family life and you have a, a, a working, you know, spouse, I, I believe mm -hmm. as well. Yep. Um, talk about juggling that because, you know, especially <laughs> when your job, you know, is, is playing games. And yeah. I imagine your spouse doesn't see it like that. Like your, your grandparents probably see it like that. Like mine yeah. probably do, but your spouse sees it as your job, but I mean, yeah. like talk a little bit about juggling all of that. So during the week, thankfully my wife, her and I made an arrangement early on. Um, she has her degree in, in hospitality, restaurant and tourism management. So if she needed a job, say if my streaming career flopped out or whatever, that she could fall back onto and we'd still be fine, thankfully. But, uh, you know, she went from that and she was like, you know what, being the, being a brand new mom and working, you know, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. just was not good for right. you know, a brand new parent or a toddler even. Um, so she said, you know what, I got to kind of head out of here. And obviously it was good because with COVID that happened, everything kind of went to the wayside with people traveling. And um, even her boss that she was the per like she would follow him to every job because she loved working with him and he would get to this new place and offer, you know, hey, what can I do to make you go with me? And yeah. they would arrange for that and stuff. And, um, but it just ended up being better that she left that field because obviously now it's kind of bottomed out with not very many people traveling and, you know, hot hotels just aren't doing well right now. Yeah. Um, so she ended up going into the medical field. Um, so she is a receptionist for the children's hospital where I live. And, uh, cool. 
she loves every bit of it. She has fun. She learns a lot about the differences of kids and adult sicknesses and what to watch for when our kid may get sick and know exactly what it is without even having to contact the doctor and say, do we need to go to the the hospital helpful as a new parent right yeah it's really helpful for base knowledge yeah because i remember like when i my first kid every little thing your kid gets and you're like ah what's going on right they eat something <laughs> you're like oh god can we, you know do we need to stop and like run to the hospital or whatever like oh they ate you know a piece of plastic or something is it gonna process fine <laughs> we'll wait for two days you know and see how it goes but um so thankfully she works at home right now. So we do get to have the opportunity to like have lunch together every day and stuff like that. Oh, but nice. during the morning, like uh, she'll go to work and then I'll wake up with my son and watch him throughout the day. I usually try to nap when he does. So that way I can get some kind of rest because I usually don't go to bed till three or four in the morning because I'm irresponsible and that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like she'll get off work at five and we'll have dinner together. And but, you know, that's kind of the biggest reason why I start six thirty to seven o'clock every night. My time. Um, it's that way I can have dinner with them, spend an hour or two with them. And then we basically, hopefully we kind of make it to where we're not just passing ships and like, you know, high-fiving and walking away with the kid and stuff like that. We're like, Hey, here's dinner time. So we can talk about her day. We can talk about my day. We can figure out what's going on in our lives and plan for the rest of the week and stuff like that. And then weekends are really good. But back to what I was saying, Wednesdays, um, she works four days a week because it just makes it easier for us in the long run. Uh, for her to work for four days a week. So that way we can have Wednesdays. She can have a day off to spend with our son during the the week and just have like a her and him day. It allows me to, you know, work overtime if I need to or do whatever else I need to do to kind of catch up. Um, but it is, it is very, you know, it can be daunting some days um, not being able to see her for more than an hour. Um, I don't really mm. get time to, you know, sit on the couch and snuggle with her and what it, like the typical stuff that you would do when you're wanting to spend time with your wife. So um, it does, it does become problematic sometimes, but we make do with it. We know that it's just a short time before, you know, Wednesdays. If my, you know, whenever my son goes to school, whenever he's at school that Wednesday, we can spend all morning together and do whatever we want as Uh, adults. um, And, or, you know, the weekends or whatever, whenever he goes over to his grandparents' house, because thankfully we have a very good um, family system here, uh, support system. We've got like her dad and his fiance, her mom and her stepdad, both of my parents and grandparents and everybody that are willing to, you know, if we need a day off, we can just say, hey, you know, who wants to watch him for a day? And they'll typically gladly take him without even, you know, second guessing it. They're like, gimme, gimme. We want to spend some time with him. So oh, that's awesome. You use the word overtime. And mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. And I'm curious if you see the work that you put in as a a certain you know 40 hour 50 hour whatever it is work week like do you think about the amount of hours you're streaming and you know or if you cut a stream short do you feel like you have to do do you compensate with a longer stream some other time because you know that a certain amount of hours equals a certain amount of income for example are you doing that amount of calculus in your head about the amount of hours that you work See, I don't think of it as a sense of how much money I can make out of it, which is a thing that you need to compensate for. And you need to, you know, like you said, calculate in your head. But for me, it's more of how many hours I need to put into my job every week. And I don't, I guess I can't really call it overtime. When I say overtime, I just basically mean like, like you said, I guess would be 
doing a longer stream just later on the week because I have time for it. It's not just a matter of, you know, oh, hey, here's my normal seven days a week, six hours, seven hour streams every day. Um, you know, that's my 40 hours minimum, but there will be days that I go seven, eight, nine hours. And then like hypothetically Friday nights, I stream really late yeah. and just hang out and do whatever because I don't have anything. I don't have to wake up early in the morning to watch my son. My wife can do that. And usually she's fine with that. Um, but yeah, I guess like overtime would be just extra, extra time for doing stuff. And I, I guess the, the hardest thing for me with streaming is after your 40 hours or whatever a week that you're streaming, that's your 40 hours of on time. Then there's all the other stuff that comes up, social media man, uh, monitoring. Oh you know, I got to make sure that my hardware works, my software works. Everything is still working properly. I can't tell you how many days I've lost like an hour or two or more of stream time because my camera didn't work because my you know USB port went out or yep. my cable got messed up because of something or you know was just unplugged or something and I had to like go and and troubleshoot everything which still just takes time and it can be really really uh really frustrating technology is fantastic when it works awful when it breaks because we're so reliant on so many things that come with it which is funny because then you you so you're struggling to fix a a, a thing whatever the mm -hmm. hell it is that's going wrong and then you have to go live and be on yeah you have to be on even though you're just immensely frustrated because right. this thing just fucking wouldn't work the way that it normally is supposed <laughs> yeah, to. Exactly. And it just, it, it tears at you, man. Cause you're like, by the time that you go live, you're already mad. And then something could happen in your stream or whatever that honestly just like sets off even more. And then it kind of kills the vibe. And you gotta, you gotta try to gain off the energy of like how chat is and how you can kind of just dismiss the problems that you had before to make things a little bit better and easier for yourself. Cause Oh man, some days are awful, but some days are, you know, amazing. So have you ever had a have you ever had a moment? Um, I've had a couple moments. I've had a couple moments where I've lashed out on people and I apologize, <laughs> you know, immediately after because I'm the type of person that if I get mad and then I realize, man, I should not have said that. I try to like I try to get back and say, Hey man, I apologize. I've been frustrated about this stuff. That's no excuse, but you know, I hope you can understand. You know, we all get upset. We all get frustrated. We're all yeah. we're all humans. We have our patience lacking skills i guess um but yeah i mean i've had days like that and there i i've actually had days where i literally walked away for 30 minutes on stream because i was like i need to clear my head like there was a couple days that i actually physically walked out of my house and went walking around my neighborhood because i just needed to clear my head so that's interesting that's cool well at least you have you know a, a crowd like you you have a pretty good chat you have a pretty good uh a group of uh community i guess would mm -hmm. use that word and so they would understand that and and a lot of them would probably be still there when you when you come back right so yeah so that's as long that as helps. you leave awesome music on and they can just hang out and talk to each <laughs> other you're doing all right you know <laughs> that's amazing that's cool so Talk about your business a little bit, because I imagine, you know, when you're a full time streamer, mm -hmm. you know, and we just talked a little bit about hours and, and thinking about that. But I'm curious how much you think about the business, like, um, you know, what you're doing, you know, to get, you know, other sources of revenue. Obviously, streaming can go up and down a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's definitely economy based, though. I would love to have a conversation a little bit about you know the last eight months or so um okay. in a minute 
Um, but how much time do you spend thinking about the business of this? Obviously, you got to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. So you got to be thinking about the income a little, but the macro view of the business. So what I do a lot is I try my best to make sure I have at least like three to six months kind of saved up just in case if there is a fallout and my stream does die. I mean, I'm at a point now where I've been streaming for six years. I can always bounce back doing something. I mean, I've got a pretty solid core group of people, probably, you know, 100 people or so that will always be there no matter what I stream. So thankfully, I'll have them, you know, there to back me up. But if I really need to, I, you know, and I have to go get a job, then I will. But, you know, knock on wood, hopefully that doesn't ever happen because uh, I love what I'm doing. And I don't I don't know if I could give the passion to another job the way that I give to streaming and stuff. But um, a lot of it is just micromanaging and penny pinching on some stuff like, oh, do we need to go out to eat tonight? No, we can save 20 bucks and just add up that or whatever. But then there's other days where I'm like, I had a really great week this week. Let's go out to dinner and, you know, I'll grab my wife and my kid and, you know, we'll go out and have a steak dinner because I had a really good week. Um, I guess in the long run, thinking about like retirement and stuff, I haven't thought really very much about that at all. Um, But thankfully, like there's still the opportunity to look into that. It's not like it's too late to get into it. Um, I do want to really start getting into the point where I can save like 20% of my monthly income and put that into a savings and like leave that as my, as my retirement fund in the future. Um, yeah, but again, it's, it's how much of that do I have to look into saving or how much can I actively save without dipping too much into my every month income that I need to live? You know, do I, do I rather pay off bills now and then save the money that I would by, you know, spending that money, paying those bills, or do I pay those bills off now and have less debt? So that way I have more monthly income. Hypothetically, if you, you know, say I give you a number like $2,000 or whatever, and I, my bills are 1500 bucks. So I got $500 of play money, whether that be, you know, groceries or gas or whatever. And obviously it's a way low number, but like, um, if you have that $500, is it better to make it to where you only have $1,200 in, in monthly, uh, monthly bills that you have to pay? Or is it better to keep that constant 1500, but save the 500? You know, Mm. at what point do you toss it up? And it's been a lot of like juggling some of the like long term stuff. So one of the big things that my wife and I decided, especially with COVID going on, um, there was a freeze on the uh, like the student loans and stuff like that. And we thought to ourselves, let's get that knocked out. So that way we have one less big bill. Like it's a car payment every month. Like it was stupid. Um, And that honestly if we save that every month can go straight into our savings every single month. Um, yeah. and we've been paying a lot extra into that. And it's, I think <laughs> we're saving like seven years of interest paying fees on it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to end up being like saving 20,000 some dollars by paying it off by the end of the year. So, and I mean, it's almost the end of the, the end of the year now. So we've got a month left, but like, it's been a lot of, again, micromanaging the small stuff and saying, okay, mm. how can we, dictate paying this much or saving this much where is the balance and we like her and i have a conversation about it probably once a week saying where do we need to invest our our finances and it's tough no that's good it's good that you can at least talk about it and Mm -hmm. you know you're having reasonable conversations so let's let's talk about covid a little bit because Mm -hmm. i've experienced covid from a content creator's perspective as 
as someone that runs a, a couple other podcasts, I've seen some of my podcasts, the numbers have increased, you know, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I actually saw m one of one of my podcasts, the numbers go down quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I can attribute those to, to different reasons. The, the mostly the, you know, um, people aren't driving very much. And true. most people listen very to podcasts true. when yep. they're in their cars. Yeah. Um, I'm curious how you've seen, you know, your stream and your numbers and, and, How's COVID been for you as a content creator when you're, you know, thinking about that in the business? I think we'll get into some other things. I'm interested in some other things about this in a minute, mm -hmm. but I'm curious about how you've seen COVID um, and its impact on your stream and on your on your income and on your business. Okay, so at the beginning of COVID uh, was probably some of the honestly the best months of my streaming career. Um, because a lot of people, you know, they got furloughed and didn't have jobs, but they got their like unemployment checks with their extra benefits and whatever. So people that were living off of hypothetically a thousand dollars a month were, you know, coming across twenty five, twenty six hundred dollars a month because they got their extra like monthly payouts or or uh, sorry, stately payouts for whatever. Some people were getting six hundred extra dollars on top of their monthly income to combat COVID. So a lot of people were like. I've got this money. I don't have a use for it. You know, I'll give it to my favorite streamers. And I've seen it across all of like all of my friends on Twitch and stuff like that. It's it was it was amazing to see that kind of growth. And obviously with like the launch of the verified server when it first launched um, right when COVID happened, ironically enough, um, we had a lot of growth because a lot of people were like cross pollinating their streams. I was bringing my people to other people's streams and vice versa. And it was a yeah. big, big growth opportunity for myself and a lot of other people. Because a lot of people were like, I went from working 40, 50, 60 hours a week to now having 40, 50, 60 hours of piss away time because I have nothing to do. You know, I don't, I don't have these obligations. So there were a lot more people watching streams. Um, obviously, like the movie industry has been hurting quite a bit from this too. So a lot of people went from, I have all these shows to catch up to, caught up to them. And now they're like, now there's nothing for me to watch because I'm all caught up on the produced videos and stuff. And now they're like, a lot of people are, going to streams and stuff. Um, so I noticed a big boom in numbers of, you know, mm. concurrent viewership and following and stuff like that during the beginning of it. But now I've noticed a lot of the exact opposite since a lot of people are going back to work and a lot, um, a lot of people just don't have time for watching streams, whether they're getting ready for the holidays or whatever. Uh, numbers have dropped substantially and that's okay. Um, I always know that there's, the calm before the storm, um, you know, Christmas break is coming up. So a lot of people are going to get a lot of time off and numbers will shoot back up again and be back to, you know, hopefully somewhat normal. Um, mm -hmm. as long as you can keep up with the, the path that you're on and stuff like that. But it's, it's definitely something that at the beginning was a big boom for a lot of streamers. And then now it's kind of like the, the slow down dip settle down. a little Yeah. Bit. So sure. With my lifestyle, my lifestyle hasn't changed like at all. <laughs> um, I the only thing that did change is I was going to the gym for like a month and a half and I was losing weight and then COVID hit and I was like, well, I can't go to the gym anymore. And so, of course, now I'm putting on weight and I hate that. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. We sound so similar, right? It's like I was going to the gym and like they had daycare. So I'd be able to put my oh, kid in man. there and go work out and just, you know, do a, do a good a good workout and then come back home and be like, all right, today was a good day continue on with whatever and then now it's at the point where i'm like 
I wake up and I spend a few hours with my son and then I take a nap. You know, it's like it's not yeah, good sleeping yeah. patterns. It's not good. I haven't been dieting well. It's like just a lot of reasons why I can't get out of the house kind of kills a lot of like motivation for me to want to lose weight. But I do want to yeah. lose weight. It's like the biggest thing that, you know, ails me a lot. Um, yeah. It's like, what can I do to lose weight? But again, when I'm at home, it's like I could sit on the couch and watch TV. Or I can go work out. Yeah, I'm probably going to go sit yeah, on the couch yeah, and watch yeah, TV because yeah. I didn't TV's get a good getting sleep. a lot more of your time, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I get it. That's funny. And even if it's only like 20 to 30 minutes of a workout, I also don't have the means of equipment here because, you know, my house is baby proof. So I can't really leave a treadmill open and out in the living room with my son because he could hurt himself or like a 10 pound weight or 20 yep. pound weight. He lifts that up and it falls on his foot. I'm going to be rushing to the hospital. And at that point, it's like, do I even run the risk of it or do I just say, you know, screw it. I'm just going to wait till gyms open back up, you know? Yeah, yeah. You have a really cool chat. It's one of the streams I enjoy watching the most because I, I enjoy your chat. And um, you're you're pretty open and honest. You talk about life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, your kid comes and sits on your lap sometimes, which is cute. Mm -hmm. um, and I I do that in meetings all the like I'm in meetings <laughs> constantly, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm um, so I you know if one of my sons comes home um, or come pops in the room. Um, jump up on my lap. I'm sitting here talking about, you know, whatever the hell I'm talking about. And yeah, it, with him on my, on my lap, it, it kind of opens you up a little bit um, mm -hmm. to, to having kind of conversations with, yep. you know, your viewers. Um, it's no secret that COVID has been a struggle for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people's, um, a lot of your viewers, I imagine aren't, um, experiencing, you know, success like, you know, you and I might be. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious how you approach um, and, and what your thoughts are on, you know, when someone pops into your chat and they've, they've had a rough day, they've had a rough week, the hell, they've had a rough eight months because mm -hmm. a lot of people have. Yep. Um, how are you approaching stuff like that? What do you think of that? Do you, do you, change your approach to your stream to kind of avoid those conversations or, or what, what are your thinking? Uh, how does you, what does your thinking go um, when it comes to those types of kind of hard conversations with people who feel like they have a connection to you a little bit? Um, a lot of it ends up being where can, again, where can I relate to them at? Uh, a lot of people are, are, you know, struggling because they went from, dating a bunch prior to COVID to being alone the last eight months. And that's been a really big topic is that people just are unhappy that they can't find somebody to spend time with. I mean, they have all this time. They just don't have anybody to spend time with. Um, and I try my best to try to give them the silver lining that, you know, there are going to be times that are better and worse. Um, and I mentioned this to somebody on ironically at the, at the post office yesterday um, that I was, you know, even though things have been rough right now and people haven't been able to go out and like get to know each other, a lot of people are getting to know themselves. Um, things that make them happy, things that they need to, you know, better for themselves. A lot of people are taking a lot more time to cook at home. I know so many people that have learned how to cook for the first time ever in their lives yeah. because they're Bread. forced Bread to stay at thing. home. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait, I have an oven at home. I can actually use it. Um, but there's been a lot of people that are like, you know, depressed and stuff. And I'm like, you know what, dude, 
I'll try my best to put a smile on your face. That's really all I can do. And just like clear them, clear their minds of the, the troubles and the bullshit that's going on in the world. How can I make them smile? Even if it's just for a brief moment, like that smile could completely change their day, you know? So I try to focus a lot on not, ne- not necessarily like the positivity only type of stream, but I do focus a lot on the positivity. If I do see people that are starting to become, you know, negative or whatever, or start fighting amongst themselves, I'll be like, you know what? Stop. Just chill for a minute. You know, there's other stuff that we can focus on right now is not one of those times, you know, that's awesome. You know, it's funny because we're thinking back to, you know, that idea of having a bad day, Mm -hmm. you know, you get on stream and you've had a crappy day and then someone pops into your chat and they've had a crappy day. And that can be tough because now you feel like you're on stream. You're the entertainer here. You're the, uh, in the in the episode with Ludi, we were joking that the streamer is like the local bartender. It's true, right? Where it's, it's like, tell, tell me your problems, right? Yeah. And and it's like now you feel sort of obligated to to be that sounding board, even though you don't want to deal with that shit. Like, I mean, you're done. You're done with today just as much as they are. Exactly. Yeah. You just want to <laughs> hang out and chat with people, and and this person comes in even in wor- even in a worse mood than you are, but like. There's a lot of positives to it too. It's like I've got a lot of people, like you said, that are that are very loyal, and they'll come in, and they'll crack jokes, and they'll talk about stuff. And if they see that I'm, you know, in a rough mindset, they'll you know try to make jokes and have fun and stuff like that, and hopefully put me into a better mood. And usually, just talking to people, and even just like going through and saying, "Hey, man, I've had a rough day," and, and getting it off of my chest helps me out to move and progress forward, right? So it's like there yeah. there could be things that are weighing on me, but just mentioning it on stream and saying, Hey, this is what's bothering me today. And then people just say, Oh man, you know, sorry that happened, but you know, tomorrow's going to be better. That's awesome. That means that there's a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. You know what I mean? Sure. And what do you do on the days when you don't want to turn on the camera? Cause I mean, I'm sure that there are <laughs> like, what do you do on the days where you're like, the last thing I want to do is stream. Like, I know it's my job, mm-hmm. but you have the unique ability to say to nope. <laughs> not come to your job yep. for a day, yep. you know? And obviously it, it, it relates to income just as much as anyone else not doing their job, mm-hmm. but you can literally just not come, I, you know, to sit at your desk. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of days where I kind of just say, you know what, fuck it, suck it up. You know, there's a lot of days where I actually think you'll you'll be happier if you do stream. That's it. What if you do have one of those really good days, whether it be, you know, you see big growth in your channel, your numbers are better than what they usually are. Um, you get a big day where people are dropping bits or subs like crazy. Like, dude, I'm just like anybody else. You give me a hundred bucks, you put a smile on my face. That That means I had a really great day. That's good for me. I mean, yeah. and that's if that happens, that honestly is like a flip of a switch of like, wow, OK, this person knows that I'm having a tough day. Here's how they have helped me out to put me into a better mood. And now that just, you know, is a snowball rolling to a better mood of a day, you know, so there's there's a lot of positives that come from it, too. So I record one of my podcasts on Monday nights. Mm hmm. And it's like the last thing some days that I want to do is work on a Monday night after dinner. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you put the kid to bed, the one kid to bed. And it's like, now I have to go and talk for two hours and be entertaining. And it's like, oh my God. At that point, (laughs) 
You just want to sit on the couch. <laughs> right. But I always end up enjoying it. You know, I, I like that perspective because I think I can relate to that. To the idea that, mm-hmm. Mike, just go do it. Because once you're starting to do it, you'll enjoy it. You'll have fun. You'll, yep. you'll, you'll, it'll come around. So I, I, I appreciate that. I really like that. The endorphins kick in and then you're just like, all right, dude, let's go. It's just going to be even better yeah. for the rest of the night. You know, we got nothing holding us back. So that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yep. Near the start of the stream, you talked about the um, pressure to um, grow and change and, and develop um, new ideas and and I find that that's a consistent theme amongst almost all content creators. So this is a question mm-hmm. that I ask everybody, and that's what's next. What's next for Sketch? What are you thinking about? What are your plans? Everyone's making plans. What are you working on? What are some of the projects that you're doing? What can you share? Obviously, there's things you may not want to share, but but what's what's next? So a big thing for me that always like weighed on my head was like we talked about before, is there a way for me to make income outside of just streaming? And that's kind of where I've been doing like the whole collecting Pokemon cards and grading them and selling them and stuff like that. The past week alone has been phenomenal for me with that. Like it it honestly paid for this whole week uh, by Tuesday um, for like my expected income for the 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 week or whatever uh which put a big you know smile on my face because i was like i put in a ton of effort to get into the whole hobby of doing it and then you know seeing some kind of follow-up from it and knowing that it's there is amazing because i know that i can get x amount from this take 30 percent, reinvest it and continue doing it as a hobby it's something that i love doing so that's a big secondary income so now i don't have to rely on oh if i don't make this much money on my stream, I have to make this much money the next day or the next day or the next day. And then usually it ends up happening where you have a really good day, probably once every, you know, couple weeks or at least once a month or something where you have like a really good day of people support your stream and like dropping big, you know, tips or consistent tips or something like that, or subs or whatever. Um, Or at least in my, in my experience, that's kind of been where I've been at. Um, And it definitely, it definitely helps out. But like you said, there's bigger and better things. Um, one thing that I do want to start doing is I play games with my friends off stream after I'm done with my stream every single day. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of talk of why do I end my stream and not just change categories and still play games with them and record the content and have it on stream. What's the worst that's going to happen? I stream to another category with my normal viewers and then I bring them to my regular content and then snowball effect and keep growing sure. that way too, you yeah. know? So that's kind of one thing that I've been, been that I've been working on as well. I also noticed that uh, it can be a little, um, a little disruptive too, in a way, because uh, there's only like one or two of them out of the group of people that I do talk to every night that actually still consistently stream. So I don't want to jump into a group of five people and be like, Hey guys, I'm still live when they're all just kind of chilling, doing whatever and talking about anything and everything. And then they're like, Oh, well now I got to watch what I'm saying. And I got to make sure that I'm not being, you know, intrusive or interrupting somebody as they're talking and which can, you know, kind of, again, be more of a, an an interruption, you know, and I don't want to be that interruption or that like stick in the mud for them. So how can I make sure that that is okay with them and also maintain my growth of my channel as well? Do I 
do I continue what I'm doing right now where I end my stream and just go play games with them? Or do we do something different to where we can, you know, progress and grow into different categories and then they grow, I grow, we both grow together, we all grow together. And that's how a lot of bigger people have grown to where they are to this day is they do stuff together and they shout each other out all the time. And that's kind of how you grow on Twitch now. Nice. It's not just a, hey, one man show kind of thing. Because if you're the only person that's doing it, people will probably never, ever see your content. So. Right, right. Awesome. So how can people connect with you? Where can they watch you? Leave us in the directions where uh, people listening can find you. So I always stream on twitch.tv slash sketch, S-K-E-T-C-H. Twitter is uh, at O-I sketch I-O. I'm sure you've seen it in the video back here, if that's actually going to be in a video. (laughs) Um, It is. But uh, yeah, it's it's been up there. Obviously, it's backwards because of the camera. But uh, at O-I sketch I-O on all my social medias. So Twitter... Instagram, TikTok, all of that stuff um, is all right there. Uh, and then again, twitch.tv slash sketch. Awesome. Sketch. Thanks so much. Yo, appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for having me on, man. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Going Live. My name is Mike Washburn. You can catch me Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays streaming live at twitch.tv slash Mr. Washburn. It would be amazing to see you in my stream. We can chat games, technology, and talk about the podcast and guests. Again, that's twitch.tv slash Mr. Washburn. I really hope to see you there. If you want to get in touch with me, check out the website at goinglivepodcast.com. You can connect with me on Twitter at Mr. Washburn or on Instagram at Mr. Washburn Twitch. I'd love to know who you think we should talk to next. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, I'd be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave me a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost and this helps others to discover the show. Thanks as always for listening. Stay awesome and we'll see you soon.